0: We begin part two of our conversation with Rob Roy, talking about how he transferred his company to Carl Fisher Publications. We then move on to how people and certain companies violate copyright laws. And finally, Rob Roy tells the story of the best-selling book on flexibility by By Lin and how that came to be published. Once you get a piece published, um, and let's say now that your company's rolling, you, you have, let's say, by now 100, let's say... Um, pieces that you've published. Um, how how would you go about selling your books? I mean, you have your website. That's a big help in selling books. Ad, did, you, did you do advertisements?
1: I tried doing advertisements in the beginning. And uh, by my estimation, I mean, I spent some money on them. and It was all a waste of time. Um, the biggest thing that helped me was that uh, to get Carl Fisher to be my exclusive distributor, that that was
0: that was important. And how did you do that?
1: I followed along on the heels of Raynor Carroll, the timpanist and percussionist oh, yeah. uh-huh. with the Philharmonic, and he had developed a little publishing company of his own called Battery Music, and um, he had oh, maybe a dozen titles or something, and they're all his music. He didn't have any of the spreadsheet stuff of anybody else's. Uh, but he he wanted to, he didn't want to sit around filling orders and stuff, and that was not his thing. So he, from the beginning, wanted to find some outlet that would be his exclusive distributor. And uh, he, he did the legwork and came up with Carl Fisher, and then one time when we were the orchestra was in New York, and I went over to, to Carl Fisher with with Ray Norka. He was going to talk to them about what they were doing, and uh, Lauren Kaiser, who was the president at that time, asked me about my stuff, and I said, "Well, yeah, I'm I'm not quite quite ready." He said, "That's fine." He said, "Whenever you're ready, give me a
0: call." Boy, that's nice.
1: Yeah, and he just it wasn't so much a compliment. It's just a. Uh, he knew from experience that you can't pull somebody along on that trail until they're ready. You can't. You can't do that. It's just like you can't push a rope. I love that uh, analogy. And he, uh, when I was ready, then they said, "Oh yeah, sure, fine, let's go." And that that was a big help because then it got into their their catalog, and they would take care of supplying dealers with the music. And so the only thing I sold off my website was to individuals.
0: And how, let's say percentage-wise, how much would you would be sold to dealers by Carl Fisher, and how much would you sell off of your website? Uh,
1: near the beginning, it was about uh, one-third Fisher, two-thirds me. And by the end of it, at last summer, it was like pretty much equal.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so you actually yeah. did quite a bit off of your website then.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty busy. I mean, I was at the post office almost every day.
0: Wow, so that's that actually consumed a fair amount of your time then.
1: It did, and that's <laughs> since I sold the company, and I don't have to do that. I mean, I have. Two or three, four guys that are self-published, whose music I still sell uh, through Glen Lyon Books um, on my website. But that's you know, I go to the post office once every two weeks now, not every day, and uh, and I like that. I mean, it was it was fun. It was great. I got up and I didn't. uh, I always enjoyed talking to the guys at the post office. But I didn't need to do that anymore. I mean, it was like, wow. When I finally was able to let that go and let that down. And Sonia Kim, the CEO of
0: Carl Fisher, says,
1: we just want you to be able to write, play, do what you want, and we'll take care of all that other stuff.
0: Boy, that's nice to have somebody say that. Oh, absolutely.
1: And they still want me to... You know sort of if i come across something that i think is very cool let them uh, let them look at it mm-hmm. and so i can i can pretend i can prepare stuff and send it in it's print ready um and they they can go thumbs up or down and i don't care
0: wow terrific did you use social media much to try and publicize your works
1: i had a web page a facebook page for or music Um, never really went very far. I didn't spend a lot of time on it and, um, some stuff on Facebook, but you know, you're getting into a whole different profession of promotion and, and all of that. And I really not interested. It just doesn't float my boat. I don't, don't enjoy doing it. And so, so basically I didn't, I tried to do, and I, when I Paid some more attention to what was what was what on Facebook or something. Yeah, I saw some results, and I ended up amassing a a mailing list of over nine hundred people. I still, I still owe them something else from last time I sent out a a mass mailing to bother anybody was probably six months ago, but um, that's about it. It's basically word of mouth, and well, it's funny. You know, one of the other books that I market or that I provide are the Chickawitz. books. Which are books. Yeah,
0: which are also yeah. right. I was going to ask you about that.
1: Yeah, I just helped Michael do that. I helped him. Uh, I think it was Jay in Connecticut. They're oh, comp- Jay all... Lishman. Yeah, yeah. He did all he did all the copy work, and then I took it and sort of pushed it around here and there and and all that, and uh, helped Michael. Produce the things and get, get them print ready and all that stuff. And then introduce them to a printing company in Pennsylvania that he uses now. So in in uh, regard or in payment for that, uh, he let me be one of his distributors. So I take a little cut from each one of his sales that goes through my place. And And uh, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, I guess it was last last year or... Somebody, he said, "Oh, you know what? I was talking to somebody in Arizona, and he was asking me about how these, how the, how I did these books." And he said, "And I told him that uh, that Robert R. McGregor helps helped me do a lot of that stuff." And he said, uh, uh, "Who?" And Michael said, "You know, oh, the trumpet player. He was with the LA Phil." I said, "Oh no, you mean a publisher?"
0: <laughs> uh huh.
1: And that's when I realized the door had turned.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) so I've retired from two careers now.
0: Well, you know, one aspect of of money uh, that I know we've talked about it, and I've talked to uh, some other publishers as well. um, Editions BIM, Jean-Pierre Maté told me that they lose about 40% of their profit due to piracy and photocopying. Um, and I know that you've written some very strong letters to certain people who put things out, I guess on, I don't know where they put them out, but, but for free, and where they just give them to, to people. And, and there, I've, I've seen some cases where they honestly don't know that they're committing fraud, you know, that they're, they're cheating somebody, they're just trying to be helpful. But I think an awful lot of people, and there's a one side, I think, right, that, that's really just almost like criminal activity.
1: Yeah, we don't even want to mention that name. Okay. Yeah, because that just draws more attention to them. Yeah. Um, Yes, and the ones that I've... First of all, yeah, he's probably right, but that ruins my day. So I don't read that news. Yeah. There's almost nothing I could do to stop that, and it just is discouraging. But I will say that I think it was more prevalent 15, 20 years ago. And the couple people that you mentioned that I've contacted that had uploaded stuff to that unmentionable site, and then I found them on Facebook and and said, why did you do that stuff? You're right. It turned out they hadn't a clue that that was illegal or unethical or uh, impolite. They didn't know. So they they took it down immediately. But a lot of times people do. Now, there's there's a site that I know, the guy who has over well over 1,000 titles in Canada, he does most of his sales by PDF files. And I asked him one time, I said, but aren't you, you know, concerned about it? I mean, that's so easy to just copy them and throw them around. So, well, he says... That's going to happen, but not for most people. I think people do like to get the real McCoy. Oh, I remember when Mike Chickowitz first came out with the Long Tones book, and I had it in my uh, table uh, in the Minneapolis ITG. But, man, people, I, I thought to Mike, I said, man, are you going to try to sell this? I mean, everybody in the world has this stuff. And it's yeah, it's all on on mimeograph, but I mean, it's it's well, the thing was, there's nothing like thirty years of name recognition to to get your word out, and people were come up to the table and oh, I got to have this, I got to have this, and one of them said to the other, and this time it's legal.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay,
1: it was great. I yeah. thought, damn, that's very good. Yeah, that's that's they're concerned for that. And um, so, and I think that while it is still going on, I don't know about JP's estimate of forty percent. I have never looked into it that much. Uh, I do know that uh, that one site that we talked about, that where people will upload stuff, and the site says, "Oh, we're very concerned. We're very concerned about you know uh, copyright infringement and yada dada and if. Um, if you see something up here that belongs to you, you know, you, you just write to us and we'll have, we'll get it taken down. Yeah. Well, you write to them and you have about five pages of stuff that you have to fill out to prove that you are the copyright owner of that work. And if you fill that all out, then yeah they'll take it down but they won't look at it coming in to see if it's already copyrighted and they will do something like uh, a very well-known book of mine that comes in that was up there all kinds of people have this book La did they ever take take the time to look no they'll take the time to review your complaint but they won't take the time to prevent it in the first place. And I know a big publisher, their, their uh, copyright guy told me one time that, oh, yeah, in the last two months, I've had to fill out 600 forms for that place.
0: Uh, that seems criminal. It seems like, like they should be able to have some sort of legal action against them.
1: They can't because of the uh, 1995... Uh, Millennial Digital Act or something, that was when, um, well, never mind when or what, but there was a loophole in there. And uh, some people with money got that loophole stuck in there where they're not responsible for coming in, you know. That's like, just like uh, who was the person recently? No reasonable person would have concluded that what I said was the actual truth.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right,
1: yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, it's that kind of thing. So, that, you know, if you enjoy music, that can wreck your day.
0: Yeah, for sure, for it's, sure. That's,
1: that's That's another world of, uh, that we don't need that kind of discouragement. We got enough problems, you know? So, and I think that most people, most people really, uh, if you teach them about it, and if, if all the teachers show their students what's what about it, health
0: yeah and and for sure people who are listening especially teachers please don't photocopy music and give it to your students because you're really really hurting uh, the music publishers and and music publishers a lot of them are really fighting just to stay solvent and if you do that that's that's really hurting hurting them greatly
1: oh it does it's a it's it's a uh, it's very problematic and the thing is it's if, if people do that, they're just going to discourage you from, from doing anything.
0: Yeah. Well, you have a couple of books that are, are, I think your biggest sellers. Um, and I, I don't know if this is one of your biggest sellers, but I sure think it's a great book is the, uh, Belcanto book. Yeah. Uh, The John, um, is it Korak? Um, yes. Uh That's a wonderful book. And also the, the violin flexibilities, is that maybe your most popular book? (laughs)
1: <laughs> those two are the those the only really? them. them. Although they, you um, you conflated two books of corax the the Conconi complete Solfege, uh-huh. Yeah, and there's there's the violin book which and uh, then John had another book by a variety of vocal teachers called
0: bel canto studies. Oh that, yes, right. Okay, I yeah. know that one as well. Right, right. Yeah, right. Exactly.
1: And uh, yeah, the Conconi and the violin. Are absolutely, yeah, far and away the best sellers. How did you get the Bai Lin book? How did do you know him? Boyd Hood brought it to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Boyd was uh, a teacher from a, a Chinese fellow that I taught for a little while, and then he went to USC and spent some time with Boyd and uh, took Boyd over to China to do some master classes and stuff. And he introduced him to his teacher, Bai Lin, and Bailin gave him this, uh, some manuscript of these lip slurs and Boyd brought them back and gave them to me and said, you think these might be useful? And I said, yeah, I think that would be really good. And give me his address and we'll, I'll get him started up. Now that's, here you run into the A and the B. The other side of the door was that it was a then particularly sensitive time when we talk about disregard for copyright. Mm-hmm. I probably sent some comp copies, but I never sold, never sold any Bielam book to anyone
0: in China. Yeah, I've heard that China is awful with that,
1: but they don't see it that way. You, you know, you have to understand they for 70 years, they lived in a communist setup where anybody that produced something that was for the people. It was spread around, you know, and um, at a much later ITG conference when I saw our Chinese friend again and I said, oh, you know, I've often wondered. Whatever happened to by Lin's book in China? And he said, huh? He says, well, everyone has it. And I said, well, uh, they didn't buy it from me, and I'm the only source. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe it was some dealer in Germany. I said, no, that doesn't float. I'm sorry. So it was kind of like, okay, I mean, by Lin himself, if you were going to sell the book under the same system and the same tradition that we have here, if you were going to sell that to the Chinese population, he could make a lot of money. So, But basically, I think he wasn't concerned about that. And so probably in his eyes, I shouldn't complain. He's given me the gift to be able to sell it to the Western nations and and take a little bit of profit and send money to him for sure. And the rest of it is just like, well, it doesn't add up and that's okay. Cosway and I met by Linda they had come here, uh and I think Boyd invited him over and stuff and, and we had a he he hosted a incredible Chinese meal at uh over in Monterey Park that was oh, wow. out of sight. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and he's still alive. I've still been. I now it's up to Carl Fisher to send him his monies, but uh, yeah, that was that was a nice, a nice thing. And I also had from him a, a brass quintet that he'd written, kind of a hitty up gallop sort of thing, which I never got around to doing. Um, but that that was the bestseller because here again, that book. Starts in the most basic level. Uh-huh. And uh, that book can be taken to beginners and all beyond. And I don't know about how, how you've approached it when you were playing, but I mean, I hardly ever have to go past the first six pages. I'm I'm happy as it does what the does what I need. Yeah. Or it can't teach a, a fish how to fly. I don't know what.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I haven't heard that one before, so... (laughs) I
1: I haven't either.
0: (laughs) That's pretty good. Okay. I like your spontaneity.
1: (laughs) Don't edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
0: In addition to being a successful publisher, Rob Roy has also had a wonderful career as a trumpet player. So in the bonus room, we talk about his studies with Clifford Lilia, how the two of us first met at West Point during the Vietnam War, and then his auditions for and experiences with the Baltimore Symphony, and Los Angeles Philharmonic. If you enjoyed this conversation, please feel free to leave a review.